We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Looking for strategies to help you protect your portfolio in these uncertain times? Visit robblack.com. Robblack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. Good day. Sort of. You're not going to like what I have to say today. Hot. And that means more inflation's on the way. Got that out of the way. So let's talk about yesterday. Yesterday, we were kind of waiting for the jobs report. NASDAQ was down fractionally. The SP 500 down fractionally. The Dow Jones industrial average down just a skosh. Not very much. Clorox was down 5.2% on news that they've been hacked. And stock has slid to a 52 week low. This feels like a really brutal market for a lot of stocks. Treasury yields inched down yesterday after hitting a 16-year high earlier in the week. Mortgage rates hit a 23-year high. The average 30-year fixed-rate mortgage reached 7.8% this week, highest level since 2000. And I would say a lot of the gains in real estate appreciation, the overly-sized gains, let me underline the word overly, um, has happened because of lower, super low, super, super low, super, super, super low mortgage rates. Mortgage rates usually rise alongside the 10-year treasury. The 10-year treasury has been on a tear for the last month, um, really since June. Over the last 40 years, Federal Reserve has been slowly undoing the hike-a-palooza of the 1980s in real estate mortgage rates. Mortgage rates drop when the Fed loosens its grip on the country's monetary policy. Fed Chairman Jerome Powell decided the party was over, started hiking rates. His legacy may be that he took away a lot of housing gains and Easy stock market gains. Um, I got quite the mortgage two two and a half years ago at two point six two percent. That's not lost on me. Not lost on me. I wish I would have doubled the size of it. In hindsight, I wish I would have doubled the size of it. Um, what else do we have as far as big stories? Biden's building some of the wall. Interesting with Mexico. Um, his administration is waiving 26 federal laws to allow for the construction of a border wall in South Texas. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas said there is an acute and immediate need to build physical barriers in Starr County where 245,000 illegal entries have been recorded so far this year. President Biden maintained his position that a wall is ineffective, but said he was left with no choice but to allow up to 20 miles to be built because Congress allocated funding specifically for it in 2019. That was a story. That was a head scratcher when you heard it because you're like, yeah, that's a Republican issue, not a Democrat issue. Or is it? 
Biden did everything he could yesterday to get out in front of it and say, it's not my fault. Amazon's in my, and let's just be honest. When you hear 245,000 people coming to the United States, <clears throat> that's a lot this year. And the system is really not able to handle that. No matter what side of this argument you're on, I don't know where the money could be spent or should be spent. Not my area of expertise. Amazon and Microsoft's cloud services are under investigation. UK regulators said the cloud competing market dominance combined the two own 70 to 80% of the UK's public cloud infrastructure. Both Amazon and Microsoft said they will work constructively with regulators. The probe could foreshadow more increase into the company's stringhold on global cloud, cloud computing. What else do we have to hit today? I got some good strategy. I was working last night uh, in the wee hours. Coming up with some strategy points for today. Um, but trying to find the headline news that you might care about. Norwegian playwright John Fosse won the Nobel Prize in Literature. Anytime you see something like that, um, I, I try to order that book or that play immediately. Elon Musk demanded that X remove story headlines from posting another blow to the platform's usability. I don't get it. I did a lot of work on social media has become a lot less social and a lot more media um, this week. And instantly in my head, I was kind of along the lines of when was the last time I posted on Facebook? When was the last time I, for a non-business reason, when was the last time I posted on Snapchat? When was the last time I posted? Like, And the answer was a long time ago for everything. Constellation Brands beat revenue estimates thanks to growth in its Modelo brand, which has overtaken Bud Light as top-selling beer in the United States. Ozempic could be linked to three severe stomach conditions, including bowel obstruction. That's not good. Um, I'm not rushing out and getting Ozempic. Uh, trying to lose weight the old-fashioned way. I just say no to calories. Um, but the Ozempic effect is really interesting because you're starting to see analysts take their projections down for snack food, for Domino's pizza. You're starting to see up them up their estimates for people weighing less when they get on planes and planes uh, using less fuel. Very interesting stuff, in my opinion. Not something to like invest it's not an investable theme in my opinion but it's something to be aware of for sure notable headlines for the september employment situation report september non-farm payrolls increased by three hundred thirty-six thousand. the three-month average for the total platform payrolls is two hundred sixty-six thousand. what's that mean um i know sometimes these numbers can get a little wonky the one that i zoom in on immediately is the average work week in September was 34.4 hours. Manufacturing work week was steady at 40.1 hours. Factory overtime was unchanged at 3.1. That one tells me when we need to hire more workers. That one's the most interesting one to me. Markets didn't like the numbers. 
there was moderation in average hourly earnings growth. But when it's balanced with the unchanged 3.8% unemployment rate, the dip in the U6 unemployment rate, and the clear and continued strength in hiring, labor market is not going to be labeled a weak labor market. This bodes well for the economy. This does not bode well for easy money cuts on mortgage rates, loans, credit card interest rates, federal funds. Nope. Good news is apt to translate into the market's mind in a stubborn Fed standing on guard to possibly raise rates again. Again, it's not something the market wanted to see. September employment report, which reflect the continued strength of the labor market. It, it, it keeps the Fed higher longer. And potentially, if there's any spikes in inflation, another rate increase. And again, I think we're all getting a little bit tired of that. It's the same old story, right? And we like new stories. Thankfully, the writers have come off strike and they can create new stories for us. 30. So the job reports stuns. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Big event coming up October 28th. It is a seven readiness retirement test. CFP Chad Burton myself. It's going to be in San Mateo at the Crown Plaza, October 28th, 10 to noon. Love to see you there if you haven't been to two or three events um, and need some help on your readiness for retirement. I'm Rob Black. Think you're in good shape for retirement? Find out how you're really doing with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Join Rob Black and CFP Chad Burton of EP Wealth Advisors, Saturday, October 28th in San Mateo. They'll walk you through these seven tests to find out whether you are really ready for the retirement you want. Rob will provide timely commentary, and Chad will share specific strategies for taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, and more. If you have at least $500,000 in investable assets and want to retire better, pass on your estate, and minimize taxes, this event is for you. Find out if you're on the right track with the seven tests of retirement readiness, Saturday, October 28th, 10 a.m. to noon at the Crown Plaza in San Mateo. Space is limited, so sign up today at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Can you pass all seven tests? Sign up today online at robblackshow.com. So only one week, only one week until you can see the Taylor Swift movie. I know, right? How did this happen? How did this year turn out to be the year of Taylor Swift? Um, the year of fallen inflation? Oh, before I get too caught up, let me finish this, and then I'll go to, go to my next thought. But she's already sold $100 million in global pre-sales. And you're gonna see more you're gonna see more concert films in the future as it's a way to cut the middleman out of Hollywood. It goes straight to AMC and better deal for AMC. Uh is kind of the thought there. Um and they need it. So I took my kids uh to a twenty one pilots concert, kind of as at the tail end of the pandemic. Where they recorded it, they rented out, I guess, like the basketball stadium, and they set up stages, and everyone was masked. Um, so it was a concert. It was recorded as a concert with live sets that they couldn't do in, obviously, a real arena because um, they had set up like nine rooms on the floor, professionally lit them. And my kids loved it. 
um, going and seeing a concert on a big screen where it was kind of a little bit of a MTV movie video um, and a little bit of a concert. My kids loved it. So I could see that as more and more of a thing, um, especially when a tour ends and they've made their money off Americans. So what I want to talk about real quick is a piece of strategy advice. Right now, the market seems tough. The thesis that we had going into this year is still in place. It's just delayed. Uh, The Fed will be done raising interest rates at some point in time. The economy will weaken at some point in time. And the Federal Reserve will start lowering rates and the market will rally behind that. For the first nine, eight months of the year, we were thinking that was going to happen sooner than later. Like maybe a three late 2024 story, not a late 2024, early 2025 story. Somewhere about six months before that, you'll start seeing the markets rally. So we got a little bit of ahead of ourselves, a little bit of a false start. That's the simplest way to look at it. Now, again, there's so many variables, so many dynamics. Um, But I'm still invested. I still have way more cash than I normally historically do would have because I'm enjoying the the, uh, the 5% rates on money. So this year, my cash is winning. It's beating my mid cap stocks. It's beating my small cap stocks. It's not beating my big seven of which I own six of them. Uh, the Magnificent Seven. What a movie. But now I'm, I'm digressing, right? Um, let's talk about some blunders that people make along the way of the world of investments. Uh, big bets. That's the probably the biggest mistake I see people make is that when you go to Vegas, you don't say, I'm going to put an oversized amount of money on black or on red or on seven or on 21. When I hear people go to Vegas, I tell them, just think of it as you're losing money. And then you'll have a better time. Don't blow it all in one sit sitting. Um, I saw way too many people put too much money in Enron as employees in WorldCom as employees. And that was a, a case of fraud from the, the CEOs that, that brought down their big bet. But there's no difference between you and me saying, let's, um, I'm going to put all my money in NVIDIA because AI is the future. It's all going to ride on NVIDIA. That's a huge mistake. It, it, we haven't seen this where the CEO of NVIDIA loses his mind, runs around the streets naked and says, uh, AI is fake, AI is fake, AI is fake. But it could happen. To give you an example, um, back in the 1990s, late 1990s, there was a story in the Wall Street Journal about the biggest gold mine find ever. Somewhere, I think in Indonesia, if I'm remembering my facts correctly. And the company who was investing in it um, sent out a geologist to um, verify this. And on his way there, the airplane would door open and he got pushed out and was killed. Guess what was not in that mine? Gold. So if you bought the story in the Wall Street Journal, you're like, well, let's invest. 
Another good example is there was a CEO of a company that made airplanes in the early 2000s. I want to say it was a Canadian airplane maker. It might have been Bombardier. Um, And while he was in the air, he had a heart attack and died. And it was reported on CNBC that he died while in the air. You know, what's really interesting about that is I just realized that became a plot line of succession in the final season where the father turned off the radio. If you haven't seen it. Okay. Where the father dies in the airplane has a massive heart attack and it, it goes on for like 10 minutes of them trying to revive him. Intense scene. But news broke. I think the news broke or they were trying to stop news from breaking in succession uh, before the plane even landed. Kendall dead of a heart attack while in flight. Never know what's going to happen. Um, my biggest regret or one of the biggest mistakes I've made was in my 20s, I was a little too conservative. I thought, you know, um, don't put it all in the S&P 500 or um, I was just a little too conservative. So being sober, being prudent, being cautious, being low risk, being less volatile, it, it it's great when your portfolio is mature and older. Yeah, you can have some bonds. Yes, you can have some income stocks. Yes, you can have more value. Like that's that makes sense as you age. But conservative investment, investing may not be as safe and as prudent as it sounds when you're younger because you have to beat inflation. Best way to do that is expose it to growth in the United States. Um, in my late teens, early 20s, I was invited to a couple of multi-level marketing things by friends and family. I don't know think by family, but by friends. Where I went and they're like, well, if you sign up for $99 and pay $400 a year, we're going to provide you with... XYZ product dish, dish detergent. And if you use it, you'll pay yourself some commissions. But if you get your friends to use it, they'll pay commissions to you. Um, I always said no. Um, sometimes it was reselling uh, long distance plans. Sometimes it was reselling makeup. Sometimes it was resell like yeah. my sister uh, did the makeup one and she ended up with a closet full of makeup that she was giving. Um, be careful. The promises of selling stuff to your friends and family, it's not as easy as it sounds, at least not in my family. Um, And I've never really met anyone who made big tons of money on that kind of network affiliate management. Uh, I got to be really careful what I say with my words. I don't want to get sued. Um, Let's just say those programs aren't for me. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. Rob Black. Brought to you by EP Wealth. This is the Rob Black Show. I'm going to keep going over some mistakes that investors make. Obviously, one of them is betting too big. We've already covered that one. Um, but before I do, there's, there's, I want, just want, always want to throw out there's always things that can happen. Um, Social Security funds are heading quickly to zero. We know that. Um, which could lead to benefit cuts of 20% or more in the long term. People like CFP Chad Burton, they don't use Social Security when they factor in someone who's 50 years old, 40 years old. They don't assume that those numbers are going to be as high as they are currently. 
they, they back out social security. That's, that's pretty stunning. But earlier this week, it was floated with the idea of our government should be investing your social security taxes that come out of your paycheck every two weeks into something better than just treasuries and short-term cash. Um, as the date draws near to 2034, the question is, should they in theory invest that money in stocks like an SP 500 fund or maybe a balanced, i.e. not, not the big seven weighted S and P 500, but a balanced S and P 500. It's a fascinating idea and that would cause the stock market to go big time higher. It's expected to increase to 77 million beneficiaries. Social security is by 2031. Social Security funding shortfall was previously fixed in 1983 through tax increases and benefit cuts and raising the retirement age. Guess how they're going to fix it next time? Tax increases, benefit cuts, and raising the retirement age. So the big idea right now is to invest some of the money in stocks on the program's behalf. The proposal calls for raising $1.5 trillion that would be put in separate fund and invest in stocks. No Social Security Trust Fund dollars would be included in the plan. The $1.5 trillion investment fund may come from either borrowing the money, raising the funds from other parts of the budget, or by selling government assets. This is an idea being floated by Senator Bill Cassidy, Republican from Louisiana. I strangely am intrigued by the idea, but I'm also saying it could happen. It also could not happen. Um, let's explain why it could happen. Um, other countries do it. The Canada pension plan with about seven, $570 billion in Canadian dollars changed its investment approach in 1997 in response to the need for higher payroll contributions due to longer life expectancies. It raised payroll contributions and began investing some funds in equities. So it's been done before. Other funds programs in the United States also do it, like the U.S. Railroad Retirement System. They started moving to invest in equities after the trust fund grew to four times annual spending. Or that portfolio now with $27 billion in net assets includes stocks, real estates, private equity, and private debt. The federal thrift savings plan has about $800 billion in assets. So it's out there. Why not include Social Security? That could be a big boom for the stock market, ladies and gentlemen. Will it happen? Uh, place your bets now. The dealer does not know. So let's go back to mistakes that people make. Um, I think it should happen. Just by the way. Um, I think it needs to be really well thought out if it does. Paying excessive fees. You never want to pay more than one and a half in the world of finance. And sadly, I think people pay up to five and a quarter for like the American funds. You don't need that. They're good funds, but that's too pricey to pay. It's if you need to get from point A to point B, a Chevette will get you there just as fast or just as well as a Corvette. I'm not a car guy. My first car was a Chevette. And if you go look at it, you're going to be like stud. Nope, not a stud at all. Um, I didn't want girls liking me for my car. I wanted girls liking me for my sense of humor and my smarts. 
Um, but on my Chevette, I have a license plate, my vet, M-Y-V-E-T-T-E. Like people wanted to murder me who owned a Corvette. They thought I was making fun of them, which I kind of was. Which, again, was part of my sense of humor. So don't pay for big fees. Now, working with a CFP, um, you typically are charged 70 basis points to 100 basis points, i.e. 1%. But you also get financial planning on top of investment advice, which is worth the price of entrance there. But you also get estate planning for free. You also get tax planning for free. You get access to private equity, private debt, um, private real estate. You get exposed to things like um, I've put basically a fourth of my um, investment in Apple, which is a very large concentrated position in a call strategy um, where when it was at 170, we bought calls for 185, 190, 195, 200, 205. Uh, and I'm getting big dollars for those. I don't know how to do covered calls myself. Well, um, I'm learning from watching Spiderock do it for me through EP Wealth, but that's a good, that's that's part of my fees that I pay for a financial planner. And um, I haven't sold a share. Well, I have sold shares of Apple, but only 3% this year. And that was intentional. Um, but I'm earning extra income off my incredibly large to say how much it is. Um, talking about not practicing what you preach on diversification, right? Um, in 1998, I wrote a newsletter called 2020 Insight. And I was picking stock ideas. And I put in Apple. And you look at the numbers and it's stunning. Another big mistake that investors make is not planning for inflation's long-term effects. Um, you've seen this, right? When my dad bought a car in the 1980s, I believe it was 14,000 and it had just jumped from 12,000 to 14,000. And now I'll try to get a car for under 40 or 60. Like what's an average car now? Probably 34,000. Last time I looked, there was one car that sold for under 20,000 on the markets in the U S the, uh, is it the Mazda Mirage or the Mitsubishi Mirage? Well, it's the Mirage. And I was like, isn't that funny? Because that's kind of like where car prices are now. That's a Mirage if you can get it under 20. So inflation is nasty. Housing inflation is nasty. It's good if you own a home. It's not good if you don't. Typically, we've planned for 2 to 4% inflation. 4% is a hot year. 3% is kind of a Goldilocks and 2% is a little cool. So what used to cost you $50,000 after 10 years will cost you $67,000. That's at 3%. Uh, recently, inflation rates have, have been well above 3%, have they not? So do that math right now. If we stay at 4% to 3%, what's going to cost you 50000 is going to cost you 80000 in 10 years. You got to make sure your wages are keeping up with that. Best way to do that is to invest some savings into the stock market, whereas stock markets average 8 to 10%. Just throwing it down there for you. And yes, there's periods of time when the stock market's overweighted, and then there's periods of times where it's underweighted. I'm sorry, overvalued and undervalued. Which again, I want to repeat one of the stories that I did earlier this week is 
The 10-year treasury has been on a tear for six months, in particular for four weeks. Everyone's inside of it. Everyone's pushing it higher. Same thing with oil. Oil's gone from 65 to 95, and quickly oil's gone from 95 to 85 a barrel. Overweighted trade. But there's a phrase in, uh, I guess, the world of weather that water finds its own level. My, the college house that I rent out, which is a great story in and of itself, I rented out a house for $1,000 that had five bedrooms. And then I subleased each of the bedrooms, basically for $250 each. And I got the fifth bedroom for free. And I never told the, uh, the renters what they were paying and what the total cost was. So they didn't know I was getting a room for free. Um, I don't know if that's ethical or not ethical in your mind, but that's just the story. But it would time. Uh, anyway, there was a, a big rainy season and that house had a basement and oh boy, did it flood. So I learned all about sump pumps when I was 18, 19, 20 years old. I learned about water fighting its own level. Same thing with stocks. When they get too hot, they'll balance out. When they get too cold, they'll come back up. Um, so try not to follow the herd. That's super important. Stocks move in the anticipation of events. And if everyone has the same information, like AI, 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 everyone was loving AI. And everyone was loving the dot-com in the 1990s and early 2000s. There were companies that were coming public in IPO markets, typically like three to five a week, that they would throw the name dot-com on the last part of their business, pets.com. And well, it's dot-com, it's got to be better than, than the real world, brick and mortar. One. And, and that was reason to buy. It got to the point where it was too many of them. And we've seen a lot of IPOs in the last couple, uh, a lot of private money going into AI. Be careful. It's too much. Um, just like the internet, you know, there was five search engines at one point in time. Uh, now there's basically two. So does anyone use Yahoo to search? I don't even consider Yahoo a search engine anymore, but at one point in time it was Yahoo and Google, Lycos, Excite, Microsoft's Bing. Um, everything finds its own level. It can go from too hot to just right pretty fast. Big event coming up October 28th, Saturday, San Mateo, Crown Plaza. It's the seven readiness test for retirement with CFP Chad Burton, 10 to noon. Sign up today at robblackshow.com. Questions about Social Security? Check out the Social Security Retirement Guide at robblack.com. That's robblack.com, powered by EP Wealth. I just realized that I'm having a birthday this weekend. It's kind of interesting. On my birthday, I think about my mother. Because there's that word birth. I don't think it is my coming into the world and look world, you have Rob Black. I think about my mom carrying me around for nine months. Um, I think women... And mothers are goddesses. The fact that they can carry around the life and birth it just blows my mind. Um, so I had a, when I was a writer in college, my um, uh, production company that I was setting up under myself um, was, and I got a lot of things, I got much published. So just, I'll go over that like on my final show if you ever want it. 
do it. It's very vanity driven for me to do that. But my production company was called Screaming Goddess. Um, because I, I love the idea of a goddess and mother figure. But on top of that, the angry part of it um, was pretty interesting. So my kids uh, don't watch TV. They play games on TV. They watch YouTube and they watch uh, TikTok and Instagram. And I asked my kids, would you pay 15 bucks a month for Instagram? They're like, hell no. Pretty interesting, right? Would you pay $5 for TikTok without ads? And they're like, no, we like the ads. I'm like, what? That's right. They like the ads. Wow. Who would have known, right? Um, so every now and then I look, take a look at what's happening in the world of video games and uh, Fortnite just in concert inside of Fortnite. So iHeartRadio, big music company, big radio company. Um, every year they do various concerts from their country stations to their pop stations to their alternative rock stations. And they put, an, and they put up a world in Fortnite called iHeartLand. Um, it's kind of virtual reality or augmented reality, but it's a video game virtual reality. It's a pretty cool experience. Um, I don't know Ed Sheeran. He's just not my, he's never been my flavor. Um, so I watched part of the concert to see what's happening in my kid's world. And, uh, it's okay. It's fine. And that's how my kids know Ed Sheeran. Um, they don't know him from the radio. They don't have a radio. They've got Spotify or Apple Music because I, I believe in uh, keeping your investment dollars close to your lifestyle. Because we own Apple, we have Apple Music. Uh, but the Ed Sheeran concert, the immersive experience in iHeartland... I think iHeart is doing a really smart thing by investing in that little game world. Little game world? Oh, it's silly me, right? Um, I wouldn't want to pay Ed Sheeran money to go see Ed Sheeran in concert. Although somehow he just recently played the Fox Theater in Oakland, which is a very small venue. Uh, and the next night he played at Levi Stadium in in the Bay Area for, you know, uh, 80,000 plus people. It's like, whoa, how did he go from 2001 night intimate to selling out a, a concert at a stadium that had more people than a Taylor Swift concert? Um, stunning, right? He had a different stage set up probably is the reason, but I think you should take a look at what your kids are doing on occasion. Uh, it'll give you a little bit of a guidance in where the world's going. So let's go over some more mistakes that people make. Um, timing the market. I've never met a timer, someone who claimed to like, no, I'm getting out now. This looks bad. It's going to get worse. I've never known anyone who's like, I think the next big thing's about to come. I'm going to invest everything right now. Um, time in the market's more important than timing the market. $500,000 invested in 1988. If you missed the best 50 updates, you would have $1.2 million. So that's from 1988 to 2022. So 88, that's 10 years. That's 20 years. Five years roughly, right? So that 500,000 would become 1.2 million. That's not bad, right? 
you're a millionaire. But if you miss the best 30 up days, it would be $2.6 million. And if you miss the best 10 up days, it would be $7.2 million. And if you just stayed fully invested, not trying to tame the mark, time the market, that 500,000 would be $15.9 million. Try not to be a market timer. In the last two years, I've shaved, I've raised a little bit of cash. And, you know, that might have been a 2% cash holding that's gone up to like 6, 7, 8% cash. I'm not timing the market. But my cash is beating, you know, my mid caps and my small caps this year. And I'm, I'm happy about that, I guess. You know, I did something positive. Um, annualized cumulative returns are important. And it's worthy of note that if you're a long-term investor and like, for instance, let's use gold. Gold was really sexy in the 1970s. This inflation was really hot. The two went hand in hand. So if you invested a little bit in gold, you, you kicked the stock market's butt in the 70s. Since then, not so much. In 1973, an investment in gold has annualized returns of 6.2%. Since then, bonds have had an annualized return since 1973 of 6.6%, whereas the S&P 500 had an annualized return of 11%. So the cumulative return in gold since 1973 is 1,848%. Wow, that's great except for bonds are at 2258% higher and stock markets up 17,000%. It's really important that you believe in the stock market and you don't get too caught up in Ian Wright or what used to work. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Big event coming up uh, October tw- uh, 28th, 10 a.m. to noon in San Mateo at the Crown Plaza. Seven Retirement Readiness Test with CFP Chad Burton. Sign up at robloxshow.com. Think you're in good shape for retirement? Find out how you're really doing with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Join Rob Black and CFP Chad Burton of EP Wealth Advisors Saturday, October 28th in San Mateo. They'll walk you through these seven tests to find out whether you are really ready for the retirement you want. Rob will provide timely commentary, and Chad will share specific strategies for taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, and more. If you have at least 500000 in investable assets and want to retire better, pass on your estate, and minimize taxes, this event is for you. Find out if you're on the right track with the seven tests of retirement readiness, Saturday, October 28th, 10 a.m. to noon at the Crown Plaza in San Mateo. Space is limited, so sign up today at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Can you pass all seven tests? Sign up today online at robblackshow.com.